We ran a poll over the weekend when we were in Houston, Texas. We said, our podcast is better when blank. One, the Jags suck. Or two, when the Jags win. And you overwhelmingly voted for the ja- the podcast is better when the Jags suck. So, enjoy episode 203 because our team is hot garbage. And I still won't grow up. I'm a grown ass kid. Swear I should be locked up for stupid that I did. But I'm a champion. So I turn tragedy to triumph. Make music that's fire. Keep my soul through the wire. Oh, I did it at the wrong time. No, you did it at the right time. Oh. When the beat drops. Hello, everybody. Not a Jags podcast. I had a great football weekend. <laughs> Watching. Under, yeah, under the guise of it not being a Jags podcast, I did have a great weekend. Yes, Ohio State lost. Oh. We just we need an applause sound on here. Uh, Sam Darnold is back. Been waiting for that. Die. Cardinals are going to the Super Bowl. Jameis Winston, early MVP candidate. I thought you liked Jameis Winston. (laughs) Well, I also saw Kyler Murray play and give me Kyler Murray MVP. Oh, that's that is true. That is true. Five total touchdowns. MVP talks are brewing. It's only week one and a half, but we have some early contenders. Give me Jameis. Give me Kyler. (laughs) Give me Chandler Jones. Let's feud. Give me Chandler Jones MVP. (laughs) Derek Carr. Monday night OT thriller to end this NFL week one. So Thursday night thriller to open it. Yeah. Had a great week of football, college and NFL. We're back, officially back. We're back. It's it's great. It's been great. But hold on. Hmm? Little buzzkill coming right around the corner. What's that? New York Giants versus Washington football team Thursday night. Why are we sleeping on that? I am hibernating on that one. Tyler Heineke <laughs> versus Daniel Jones. You're asleep. I guess. I guess. Along I with am. me, we're cuddling. We're spooning. I guess I am. We're snoring. Well, you're snoring. Well, you actually won't be here for that game. No. So, we'll FaceTime. But anyway, I'm looking forward to the. Season as a casual football fan, since I have no affiliation. <laughs> I am a college football fan now, so that's that's priority now. number one. That's priority number one, and then Cardinals, and then Jags. Cardinals. <laughs> you are a bandwagon fuck. Well, that's, that's what fine. happens when you play fantasy and your, your people eat. You become a fan of that squad. Yeah. So Kyler Murray, Chase Edmonds, Christian Kirk, and their kicker are all on my fantasy team. Wow. So. Well, I guess yum, right. Yum, yum. Drop me down as a Cowboys fan because I got Dak and uh, Zerline. <laughs> Bro, after Zerline missed, I think maybe two kicks um, Thursday night, I added Robbie Gold or whatever his name is for the 49ers. Yeah. He, he joined my team, cut someone, added him. And <laughs> so then, you're out of here, Zerline. And then when the Ravens lost their like fourth running back for the year, I had to. Uh, kick gold out of my team for uh 
uh, what's his name? The running back for the Ravens that they picked up. Mm, Tyson? No. No, I wish I had him. Oh. No, nah, another one? Uh, name's on the tip of my... Latavius? Yeah, Murray. Murray, yeah. Um, You're up. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I know um, you just mentioned the thriller Monday night. I know we don't do this anymore, but L of the Week goes to me because Monday Night Football was pretty bad um, it until was. it was really, really good. Yeah. Until it, was, until it was the game of the year. <laughs> it was a terrible game until it became the game of the year. and But what I saw was just a bad, um, and at halftime I tweeted, two terrible QBs. And went to bed. <laughs> I, I tweeted two terrible QBs, and I went to sleep. And I woke up to what was the first thing I saw? I, I saw someone send. Uh, some, I saw a Derek Carr. Oh no, you sent me Zay Jones. Mm. You said oh, this yeah. was. I just saw it. I just saw my Instagram DM. I saw you sent. A, it said Eric Dunn sent a post by NFL. You said. Um, so all I said was Zay Jones. Yeah, you said this was <laughs> Zay Jones or something. And I open it, and I saw Raiders highlight. And I was like, the only way he would send this was if the Raiders somehow ended this game on, like, a Hail Mary to Zay Jones. And he's a Raider. And I was like, I'm not going to watch this clip. Let me just watch the highlights from the start. I watch it. The game gets better and better and better. The Raiders were marching down in overtime. They had the ball on the goal line. That's the game over. Mm-hmm. And to no fault of his own, Derek Carr throws a pick, and it goes back and forth again. That's why, like, Wild. on the sideline when the Raiders, when Lamar Jackson fumbled it, you see Derek Carr on the sideline going, like, he's, like, praying. He's, like, thank God we got another chance. But you tweeted that about the two terrible QBs, and after the first quarter I tweeted – Raiders might be worst team in the NFL. <laughs> and then they go on to beat the Raiders in OT on that long fadeaway back foot bomb to Zay Jones. A lot of um, off the back foot touchdowns this week. There were. I, I, I can't pinpoint them all, but just off the top of my head, for some reason, a lot of uh, running back off your back foot touchdown bombs. I know I had Kyler Murray had one. Tom Brady had one to Gronk. Not really a bomb, but interesting. The significance of me sending that to Andy saying Zay Jones was when he lined up at the beginning of the game and they said his name on the television. I was like, oh, I know him. I met him at Poirier's wedding. So that's why I sent him the clip at the end. Um, I was like, oh, okay, his second reception of the game is the game-winning touchdown. <laughs> it was just funny because we had mentioned that previously. But. We had one of our friends, Tyler, at the game – Vegas's first game with fans, and that stadium just looks so incredible, so beautiful. I and also texted him saying, you guys look dot, 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 ass. <laughs> I'm just never going to say, well, it's hard to, but, yeah, I, I have probably the worst takes in the Dunn and Drew podcast conglomerate. <laughs> conglomerate. Well, I don't Your know. podcast I, affiliates. <laughs> I think I, I had some pretty bad ones this past week, yeah. and you – you clip some. I did. Uh, but back to the stadium, the fact that you can sit in that stadium high up, and they're always going to have celebrities in there. Yeah. I didn't see Celine Dion. I know she lives in Vegas, does a show. Um, it's But it's, you can see the strip out of the window. That's just that's incredible. It is. Incredible views, the things massive. And after we were in Houston 
And so that, I don't know how old that stadium is, but that stadium was amazing. That stadium huge. And huge. I can't imagine what these new ones look like. And then we saw Like the SoFi. Yeah, SoFi was, oh my God. I can't wait to go to that one. Uh, Also might be in the Raiders one in October because I've got a bachelor party out there and Raiders are home. So hopefully I can get to one. But I was like, damn, do I really want to go to a Raiders game in the first half? Because they were looking ass, but here we are. But Darren Waller. All Derek Carr threw to it seemed How like many was targets? Darren Waller. So was it like 20? It had, Some, to, be, had, had to, to be 20. Been, yeah. Because by the time I went to bed, he had like 13. Yeah, first quarter, he had like 10 already. 10. I want to see how many fancy points uh, he scored. Go on. Yeah. Um, so our boy Tyler was in Vegas. We, on the other hand, took a trip over to Houston, Texas. And my God, it was a sad scene driving <laughs> around that city. We will get more into Houston and Rants, Raves, and Reviews, but I'll say this. Houston, Texas is not it, but <sighs> not our it. Airbnb and the stadium, as we mentioned, very nice. NRG, very nice stadium. Tall as hell. Like, the press boxes looked so fucking far from where I usually see them in NFL stadiums, but um, – it was spacious. It had a roof. It had AC. Well, spacious to a degree. Yeah, space, no leg room. Yeah, no leg room in the seats, but spacious just me like open air inside the closed building was it's very vast in there. And nice club seats, all of that. Um, but, yes, thanks for hosting us, NRG, and thanks for beating us the fuck down. Yeah, we went to Houston, and Tyrod Taylor, Brandon Cooks, and Danny Amendola knocked us into oblivion. <laughs> Didn't expect that at all, obviously. Um, and apparently neither did Urban Meyer. Not great reports and rumors out of Jacksonville following that L. Um, but we could probably expect that after every L, is, Ur- is Urban going to leave? There were reports like Sunday that he, before the game, that he that some players and some coaches just aren't meshing with urban and like he just doesn't have what it takes for the nfl he doesn't know uh, how to handle a loss he doesn't know how to treat his coaches um but after one loss in the nfl the fuck i uh i don't know i so part of me feels like the nfl is like i don't know never mind i gotta talk on that yeah. But I've, what is we're going to talk about this every time Urban loses? It doesn't help also <laughs> that a USC job opened up the day after the massive L, yeah. and uh, that's like a highly coveted job apparently. USC Urban Meyer is he showed me uh, a tweet saying Urban Meyer is thinking about leaving out. It was from like a college football page. I was like, it's got to be satire. Had to be. Has to be like every time he loses, they're going to tweet that. <laughs> For sure. That's, oh, urban heart condition. That's just uh, that's just a running joke that people have been putting out there. But it, what's not a joke is that me and Eric, after every L, are considering leaving. Right. Yeah. I mean, sitting there and watching the Houston fucking Texans go up thirty-four to seven on us, I was dead ass, speechless, and reconsidering the last five months of my life. Why are we here? Do I have any escape from here? Like, can I stop this podcast? Like, what is this? What If the Jags aren't good, what is my life? Like, if this doesn't work out with Lawrence and Urban, what is my life from there on out? And I honestly may have to find new meaning. <laughs> and that was like, when when you just don't understand. When, you're, when we went that far down 
versus the Houston Texans, I didn't know where my life was going to be in the next year. Everything, the whole season, like you said, the whole season flashed before our <laughs> it did, eyes. But it flashed before my eyes much quicker at 14-0. Yeah. That's I, it started, I started tearing up in the seats. <laughs> <laughs> I went like this in the stands because uh, I started to get teary. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the number one driver for that? Just like. I just had a, a a montage of like the rest of the season why I'm crying now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was it was bad. I was like, damn, Houston. I was like, Houston, Texas, <laughs> because I, the, night, <laughs> the night before the game, everyone was like, I'm, I'm crying for real, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I was in tears streaming. To, you look like No Sean Moreno or whoever that was Ooh. that was crying on the Broncos sideline. Oh. Yeah, I'm, damn, that was quick. That was a quick ass <laughs> tear. You dead ass crying because like people were asking me like, who do you think is gonna win? Like I was like, bro, we are winning. But if we don't, I got no no nothing to say for the rest of the season. So like, I've got nothing to say for the rest of the season now. So I, that. yeah, I didn't expect this. I didn't expect this. At, I mean, I did. I mean, granted, last week when we made our picks, I picked the Broncos. Yes. I mean, Broncos. I'm already, I'm, already picking the Broncos. I'm sorry. I'm picking them next week. Um, but I'm talking last week. I picked uh, the Texans, but that was just for good juju. And I also know that you know it's not as easy to just roll into somewhere with a rookie head coach, rookie quarterback. Um, other rookies and we were one in 15 last year and we're going to a team we're playing a team that I mean they're starting they don't have any rookies starting for them they're starting all veteran players um, everyone that's been there done that maybe not at the highest level but they know how to play football um, and it's just uh, was a recipe for disaster and unless the team catches on quick and learns quick and fixes the very dumb mistakes that we made. Yeah, we're in for a uh, a tough season. Last thing I'll say about it is that I didn't enjoy the people after the game online trying to be optimistic and saying um, it's just one game, or the say. And then on the flip side, people saying, "What did you expect?" I expected a W against the Texans. The people were like, "Oh, we went one of fifteen last season." I, I know you couldn't expect us to go out here and play well. Yeah, I I actually did, especially against a team that was preseason ranked like one of the worst with us. So for us to not even It wasn't even close. It it wasn't even close. Yeah, for us to not even compete, you can't say you weren't expecting that. Like people were expecting Trevor Lawrence and company to do something against the Texans, and we got nothing. And three picks and bad penalties, and it was all a mess. And my issue, my number one, the number one, (laughs) like – Number one thing that like t- like tore at my heart was that I thought when we started this Trevor and Urban experience, this new era, I thought we were done being the worst team in the league, done being like the laughing stock. And then the game unfolds and we're the same thing. Nothing we're again the laughing stock. Like I have nothing to stand, no ground to stand on. Nothing has changed, and I thought we were finally over that. I thought we finally had hope, and then this game starts unfolding, and all the, like, just my world comes crashing down. Name me another team that's as down bad as we are, another fan base. Um, I can't can't even say Lions. No, they can't. Because they competed against the 49ers, so... 
There's abs- There's no one. It, it's us. So, I reckon we'll hear some uh, some more Jaguars in the voicemails that we get. Um, so, I guess we'll touch on this again later. I'm sure we will. But, on a lighter note, here we go. We are the kings of the weekend. Sorry, I didn't say my pussy. You're just not in it. <laughs> All that Jags talk got me. I'm upset. I got a couple shout outs. I got a shout out to Lotus Seafood. That is um, a restaurant that one of the guys that went to the Houston game with us recommended from seeing on TikTok. And that was our meal before our oh, last meal. You saw that meal. on TikTok? Mm-hmm. That was our last meal before we left Houston on Monday before Tropical Storm Nicholas ran through there. What are the odds? Yeah. Almost didn't make it out of there because a fucking tropical storm, a disaster that we haven't gotten all year. Disaster. Natural disaster has not come through Florida yet this year. And it comes to Houston as we're trying to leave the day after. So, But Lotus Seafood, great spot. If you're near Houston, Texas, go and try that. Also, shout out to the Discord members of the Discord members that came and joined us on the Houston Jags trip. Hunter, Angelo, Ebrio, Wiz, and his wife, Christian, Gooch. Shout out Ebrio for sure. He gave us those 50-yard line tickets. Mm. And the Champions Club, we got to go eat some free food after we were getting wiped. Yeah, we ate, we ate your free food, Texans. So that was a very fun trip. Vlog will be up tomorrow or Thursday. I have to dump the footage still, so. It was a long Sunday. I was editing clips for the pod Sunday, and then Monday we traveled, so didn't do it there, and now it's Tuesday. But I was busy today as well, so thank you guys for coming. Hey, I've, I've heard some of y'all say you want to get in on these, you know, Dun & Drew retreats and trips and stuff like that. Well, we got a Patreon for that, patreon.com slash Dun & Drew. Get in our Discord. We'll chat it up. Also, I'm shouting out our Athlete of the Month, Noah Searcy. His oh, yeah. money arrived this week for him to go spend on what he needs. Noah Searcy, you know, we're giving him some, going to tell you about his accolades every week of the month. Hit me with some stats. So we're going to talk about his freshman stats. Okay. Back in 2018. Okay. This, is, 2018. This, is, this is our Georgia Southern. A young boy. Oh, He's black. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Young man, sorry. <laughs> So, freshman 2018, he played in 30 games, 22 starts. That's pretty solid, better than I ever did in athletics. Made 15 starts in the outfield with seven at designated hitter. He hit Mm, .222, .360, .31. Yeah, it's nothing to turn your nose at. It's really really good batting averages for all our baseball people out there, I believe. Opened his career with a home run. No, you're In his capping. first collegiate at bat. Are you kidding me? Not kidding, no joke. That is God, awesome, no Noah. A pinch hit homer against Georgia, the Bulldogs. So he okay, he grinding out here against top dogs. SEC, no pun intended. <laughs> and also, he put together a six game hit streak between March third and tenth. Sheesh, we're not done. Jesus, Noah recorded sixteen hits in seventy two at bats with thirteen runs scored, fourteen RBIs, and two home runs. You're doing this as a freshman. Get in the league, my guy. Get in the league. So shout out to Noah Cersei. I'm pouring up for Noah. Noah Cersei, our athlete of September. We'll get into more next week on our guy. Not our boy, our guy. <laughs> um, 
Hey, since I just poured up some Terramana tequila, let me give myself a shout out. And this is for a take. No, I'm sorry. This is for uh, an event that happened in the Jets game. Matt Amendola. I'm not sure if he's related to Danny. Um, He is the kicker of the Jets. And he punted the best punt of week one. He punted 65-yarder out of bounds at the 15. Good for a punting EPA of 1.7. Not sure what that means. But he's a kicker who punted. And you know that is one of the small hills that I'll die on. Yeah. Shout out to our sponsors over at Manscaped. Attention gamblers of all shapes and sizes. Our friends at Manscaped. It's us now. Yes, it is. Our friends at Manscaped have a can't-miss bet for you today. The leaders in male grooming just launched their fourth-generation performance package. The betting odds are in your favor when you use the Lawnmower 4.0 on your balls. Across the board, this is the package to get you in the mood for whatever your gambling heart desires. Ready to take the leap to male grooming? Two million men. Join them by going to manscaped.com for 20% off. Free shipping with our code DUNNANDREW20. New code. Shout out, Dun and Drew. Yes, Dun and Drew 20. You have to really remember that. Yes. The Performance Package 4.0 is the ultimate parlay to take your grooming game to the next level. Hitting a favorite is fun, but shaving my balls with confidence? Yep. A lot the better. folks at Manscaped have given me just that, and I have my trust when trimming my boys. <laughs> the recently released Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is a favorite of mine and Andy's. The Performance Package 4.0 comes with that. It also comes with the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, my favorite product that they have made. I did both before Houston. Had to look cute. Really cute. Well, you also got haircuts. I got mine today. Um, It also comes with the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. Brought Mm. that to Houston because, like I said. I smelled that, actually, when you you bent me over (laughs) your lap. TMI. Um... What? My lap? Your lap. Okay. Mm-hmm. You me. were blacked. Oh, yeah. It was Saturday night. Also comes with the Crop Reviver Ball Toner, and when you... I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> Consent. We need it. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Manscaped has a bonus add-in with their performance package with their Boxers and Shed Travel Bag. You're going to need that for your carry-on luggage. These tools get your boys in your comfort zone before the game starts, so go to manscaped.com. 20% off, free shipping, our code, DunnandDrew20. Choose Manscaped, your balls will thank you. Our next sponsor is Prize Picks, who I might have to unfollow on Twitter because I am actually sick of seeing their retweets of other people that are winning $250, $500, $750, etc. on their bets. We had uh, Adam, who follows, on, follows us on Twitter, he won... How much did he win? I think he showed two bets where he won 250 each, and they were tennis bets. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know tennis, but they were random-ass bets. Yeah, random players I had never heard of. <sighs> like, what am I doing? <laughs> I did win $60, though, on the, over the weekend. I had – so Price Picks did this thing where it was a gimme, and I think they might, they might do this every week. I'm not sure. Mahomes, if he had over .5 passing yards, duh, then you can pair that with another bet, which I paired it with Baker Mayfield having over 250 passing yards. That's a gimme versus the Chiefs. So I paired those together and won 60 bucks. Um, 
So I finally got a W in Prize Picks. So if you haven't heard of Prize Picks by now, from this past weekend, we've been playing like fiends lately. That's and not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's an over/under daily fantasy app. First-time users can deposit and use our code Dun and Drew to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. You pick two to five players and an over/under on their projections, and you can win up to ten times. Your money. So when you hear 10 times your money and you see it in the app and you see the button, the big shiny button that says place entry and you're feeling good about yourself and you wait and then you lose it, but you go back and you keep playing more. And that's where we're at right now because I won $250 on Thursday night when the Bucks played the Cowboys. Do you remember your bets? It was all over the place. Yeah, I've got them up here right now. Uh, so I made six bets from... Thursday to Sunday. No, even Monday night. So Thursday through Monday, I was playing prize picks. I told you, I'm I'm here. <laughs> so, so, like. Here to stay. I did win one of them, which was a $250 dub. Sheesh. So it ended up being worth that placing for one those. game? One yeah, game, right? One of them. Yeah, the Thursday night one. So this one, I, was, I had it written up on the whiteboard over there. This was the one I was... I was waiting for Blake Jarwin to get that last catch. Oh, you were so lit. (laughs) So I had Blake Jarwin over two receptions, which he got three. I had Ronald Jones under five and a half yards receiving. That was – and I had him over, and I was rooting for the over. He was rooting for the under, so that was fun. I had Tom Brady over 24 and a half pass completions. That one scared me a little, but he got 32. And then CeeDee Lamb killed his first with 61 and a half over receiving yards. He had 104. So – don't worry about the other seven bets I made that I lost <laughs> because I won two fifty, so we had two fifty chilling in prize picks all weekend to make more bets. So I've got three lined up because you know we make our bets for this pod, but you know they add more as the week goes on. So I'm sure there will be more made, but these are my current bets for Thursday night NFL football. Then I got a Saturday college one because I think I'm, you know, pretty well-versed in college now, two weeks in. And then I've got my first one for NFL here. So Thursday night football, Giants at football team. I'm not doing greedy shit anymore. I am, but I've learned my lesson with, like, going five players. Mm. I'm going to do, like, three to four. Okay. Or if I do five. Well, five gives you that, like, $500 payout. I have one of those. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's why I stopped myself. But here we go. $20 I'm betting to win 100. Three guys. Sterling Shepard over 57 and a half yards. Daniel Jones was his favorite target last week. I think it continues. Terry McLaurin over 65 and a half receiving yards. Mm. I think that'll lock. And then Antonio Gibson, 68 and a half rush yards. Give me that over. That's Thursday night football. This is my big one. Betting $50 to win 500. College football. Oh, wow. Clemson's quarterback, DJ Ungalagalai. Don't know how to say it. <laughs> press it. If you're going to press it, press no, it. Press it. <laughs> Over two pass touchdowns. Uh, they're playing Wake Forest, I think. Um, Desmond Ritter, Cincinnati's quarterback, eighth team in the country. Over two pass touchdowns. Grayson McCall, Coastal Carolina's quarterback. I think he'll throw for over 265 pass yards. Adrian Martinez, Nebraska's quarterback, dual threat, over 44 rush yards. I think that's easy. He's averaging 88 rush yards. 
And then Spencer Rattler, quarterback of the overrated Oklahoma Suitors, 335 pass yards. Give me the under. That's bold, but I think that hits, but I do every time I hit place entry. And that'll be $500. And then my last one, I bet 30 to win 150 if I get all four correct. Jesus. If I get three out of the four, I get 45. So this one's safe. Alvin Kamara, over 72 and a half rush yards. Panthers, they're playing the Panthers. He had 20 rush attempts last week, and he had over this. So okay. that should be a lot. Tom Brady, over 300. 309 yeah, passes. Saw that. Falcons are playing. Okay. I've seen them Bucks running backs. I am yeah. so sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm, I'm pairing Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen. Uh, Keenan Allen over 74 and a half receiving yards. Justin Herbert over 290 pass mm. yards. Versus the Cowboys. Versus the Cowboys. So my, I bet I have three and I can't remember how, I think it may be a $20. Um, All that, of them? Or just one with three players? One with three players. Dak Prescott over 300.5 passing yards. I saw how much. Uh, they were eating against the Bucks, And how much. Uh, or how little um, McCarthy cares about Ezekiel Elliott <laughs> getting touches. Um, so Dak Prescott over 300.5 passing yards. He might average 300 for the year. Mm. Brandon Cooks under 62.5 receiving yards. He he probably went over 100 versus the Jags. I'm not sure. Um, but he had two, like, he had two catches where it's it, they were very unlikely catches. And that's where he ate most of his yards. So I'm assuming that that's not going to happen versus the Browns. Um, and I did see how Tyler, Tyrod Taylor really liked um, Amendola and their tight end. Um, Farrell Brown. So, yeah, so I can see I can see Brandon Cooks getting under 62 and a half. And I got Trevor Lawrence over 255 and a half passing yards versus the Broncos. Broncos because... Um, I can, yeah, I can see us being <laughs> down and like versus the Texans and him having to throw toss that thing. Yes, so uh, get on Prize Picks. You know, you use can, our code. Use our code Dun and Drew if you're a first time user. If not, get on there anyway and see if you uh, want to join us with our picks or tweet us your own. Um, but mentioned before, Patreon.com/slash Dun and Drew. Join the Dun and Drew community. Get in the Discord. It's a fun time. Um, and our Facebook group is, uh, it's getting up there in numbers. Like I remember when we first talking about our Facebook group with our memes and our, you know, we have people in there that are fans of like every NFL team. So we're just in there shooting the shit, posting memes, which are usually just roasting me and Andy, but, um, 630 members in there now. So facebook.com slash groups slash Dun and Drew get on in there. Dun and Drew is all over your social media profiles. So. Come hang out with us on one of them, any of them, all of them. You got options. <laughs> on to the voicemails. Here is the first one. So we asked you guys to leave your uh, NFL takes from week one. So let's see what you guys got. This is from uh, actually an unknown area. Disqualified. Sorry. It's an ad. This is always. <laughs> all right, here we go. Hi there. I'm calling you from AT&T DirecTV. Okay. Never mind. Don't know how they called ex- <laughs> right when I dropped the number. 
All right. They this give their take. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is from St. Cloud, Minnesota. Vikings. Hey, guys. This is Christian calling in from uh, central Minnesota. My first time calling in. Really my first contact I've had with you guys besides uh, reminding Andy on Twitter a couple times what virtue signaling was. But I just wanted to call in with another homer call. Uh, as much as Joe Burrow was throwing around against the Vikings, on Sunday, you didn't hear him or see him throw at Patrick Peterson once. Everybody was talking about how he's washed, but he's playing that zone, that zone defense against uh, with the Vikings and suits him. He's a smart cornerback and he knows what he's doing yet. Um, and if it wasn't for a fucking dozen penalties in the first half and a Dalvin Cook fumble, that wasn't a fumble. Uh, his ass is clearly on the ground. Vikings win that game. Um, yeah, love oh, you guys. You Been listening to you since. About episode 20, a little over four years ago now. So uh, have a good pod. Thank you, Christian. I did not know Patrick Peterson was a Viking, first of all. Second of all, don't come on here talking about if this happened, we would have won. That happened. Yeah, if we didn't fucking look like shit, we would have won too. But we both picked the Bengals, so I think we saw that coming, Christian. Sorry. Um, So Patrick Peterson when he said that it rang a bell and I remembered seeing a tweet. Um, I, I can't, I didn't watch the game, so I can't speak to how Patrick Peterson locked up who he was going against um, or how much Joe Burrow looked his way. But I did see a tweet that has now 2000 retweets and 10,000 likes. It says Jamar chase sauced up Patrick Peterson so bad, took him dancing and walked him right out the club. Welcome to the NFL. Um, so in it's, in it's uh, Jamar chase, running a route and just turning Patrick Peterson like around twice. So, I mean, if the ball doesn't come his way, did it even happen? Um, I mean, I think Patrick Peterson still got it, but uh, I also don't watch Vikings tape, so I don't actually know that. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll look out for Vikings and Patrick. That'll, that will now be on my mind for the rest of the season. Every time I see either Patrick Peterson make a play or someone score on Patrick Peterson, I will think of you, Christian. Next one is from Tracy, California. Yo, Dunn and Drew, what's up? It's Josh. California. You in an airport? Anyway. Uh, no, anyway. You got to leave. Because I would have won some money this week. But week one takes uh, 49ers uh, to fuck up the NFC. Uh, once they start uh, start Trey Lance, they're going to take this league by storm. And um, just wanted to say GG to Andy for our week fantasy. one and oh, football yes. matchup. It was a tough battle. But uh, your boy's coming back for that championship. Anyway. Say hi. Love you guys. So I think Josh is the year one fantasy winner of Dun and Drew, the inaugural season. And we played week one, and I put up the second most fantasy points in the league, like 165 or something. Yes. Unfortunately, I was playing the man who put up the most points, like 180 or something. So I uh, had an unfortunate pairing week one. But um, I'm still I'm, – I'm confident about my team. Tim tends to happen to you a lot. It does. Like week one, I always <laughs> lose. Week one, you always win. Me and Eric are playing next week. I cannot wait to unleash Dak Prescott, uh, Miles Sanders, Austin Eckler, Tyreek Hill, 
all on your head. Well, you were hating your team. I first. was, but after week one, oh my god, like I'm in love. This man was saying like how he wanted to redo the draft and all that. Mm. He puts up the second most points in the league. Mm. Wait for the games to play. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, else did he talk about? Oh, he talked about Niners, bro. This division is just makes me horny. I don't understand how did it all. It, it's all started when. The Seahawks were good, you know, 2011, 2012. Then the Niners got good. And then, you know, it took a while, but the Rams got Sean McVay. Then they started getting good. Went to the fucking Super Bowl. Despite Jared Goff. And then the Cardinals. Bro, all of them have been the Super Bowl besides the Cardinals in the last, like, five years. Cardinals coming up this year. This okay. Year. <laughs> okay, I see you. Hey. Da, 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 da. Bro. Kyler Murray. What is his third year? It's got to be third He's breaking out. Well, it's not like he hasn't, but he's. I think Cardinals win this division. I think they do. I think we're match. We were in the fucking Houston. I don't know. Why I'm so upset. Like I disagree. <laughs> Taylor <laughs> Jones had five fucking sacks. Kyler Murray had five touchdowns. I have nothing to disagree with here. We were in the Houston stadium just keeping up with NFC West scores. Like <laughs> that's how boring our game was. <laughs> Are they all going to get forty points? Yeah, because it was headed that. It was way. wild. So hella wild. Yeah, hella sus. But, yeah, 49ers, good team. Not disagreeing with you there, Josh. Uh, it's just a tough fucking division. So, obviously, it's going to come down to those division matchups you have with the Rams, Cardinals, and Seahawks twice. Six games right there. Next call is from New Orleans, Louisiana. Good to see they have service. Mm, Here we go. Relax. Yo, what up, boys? Just calling in. Got a huge rave about my boy, Jameis Winston. Boy, y'all are no. I'm telling y'all this all off season. Y'all calling me crazy. Eric saying, "Oh, you're just a homer." You know, oh, you are. Everyone thinks their team going to Super Bowl. Well, the Saints going to fuck. Well, guess your phone. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's it. Also, y'all didn't play my voicemail on episode 200. It was heartfelt. A little sad. All good though. Catch you boys later. Bye. Ah, yes, CJC, one of our Discord members, calling about the Saints to tell us they're winning the Super Bowl once again. We get it. I don't know why he's acting like I haven't been riding Jameis Winston for the last few months. You have been. You've been bugging me to trade you him in fantasy for since the draft ended. I had a prophecy to fulfill that I was going to draft him in fantasy. And run the table. And it didn't happen. Or you can still have him. Four. It's up to you. Okay. Give you four net for him. <laughs> four net. You're never starting four nets unless your RB one has a bot. No, he's on my. He's on. I've made a waiver claim oh, for shit. the running back that the Niners used this past Sunday. Oh, the guy that was at the top of the fantasy board, Mitchell. They used yeah. this guy, and I drafted Sermon, but he was a healthy scratch. Don't know why. So I put in a waiver claim for this Mitchell guy. Fournette is the casualty of that waiver claim. So mm. we'll see what happens. Oh, can't wait to trade you James for him. Um, next call. Okay. <laughs> Norwalk, Ohio. Oh, oh. oh, what's up, guys? This is Bryce. And uh, I'm calling in to give my week one take on, on the Ravens. Um, it was a very, from a pure Football loving standpoint, it was a great game. Crazy ass ending. 
you know, it was really exciting, but it was very difficult to watch the Ravens lose. I mean, with us already losing LJ Fort, our linebacker, to a torn ACL, J.K. Dobbins to a torn ACL, Gus Edwards to a torn ACL, Marcus Peters to a torn ACL, and then now we had our third running back, Justice Hill, blow out his Achilles. I already knew the season was going to be tough. Uh, going into the season, I predicted the Ravens were going to win the division, but it was going to be a close one with the Browns. And in order for us to compete this year, we need to win the easy wins or even the close ones, you could say, to even have a shot. And last night really, really left a bad taste in, I think, all of our all of Ravens Nation's oh, mouth because just the way that ended and the way we lost, just it was not a good feeling. Not a good feeling at all. So it's going to be interesting because I knew it was going to be a rough one with all the injuries we had. But if we keep losing close games like that to teams that we should be, uh, I, I just might be done. I might be Damn. done. But Damn. anyway, I just wanted to put in my Man. face there. Love you guys. Love what you're doing. Keep it up. Love you, Bryce. I think this is the athlete of the month from last month. Bryce. He might be done. This is my. I don't want to hear that. This is my tiny violin because like, I don't give a fuck about your sadness with the Ravens. I might be done. <laughs> done. I, I have no sympathy for that. I don't either because you guys, with all the injuries you so graciously, thank you, listed for everybody, you guys were up two scores on the Raiders. This loss is on all the turnovers that happened and not being able to close out. So I do not feel for you at all because you had this one in the bag. If five of the Jaguars players went on IR, we would have lost by quadruple digits to the Texans. Um, (laughs) Yeah, ETN was hard enough. Yeah. Ravens defense, though, (laughs) y'all's defense was all – yeah, you guys, like, you play that defense where – their secondary is, oof. Bro, they had their players blanketed all game long. Derek Carr, for the first half, sorry, at least. First half and half of the third quarter, what I saw, blanketed. But toward the end, there were some blown coverages or some guys that, you know, broke away from their man coverage and, and got loose, like Zay Jones on the game winner. But, damn, y'all's defense, they – I don't know what it is about Pete's, Pete's uh, Steelers and Ravens, no matter – what coaches get hired from that staff, how much turnover there is, they're always going to have a good defense. It's weird. Um, I'm jealous. I don't know if it's a it's just a culture that lives there or or what. Um, or the secrets get passed down, but that's just uh that's that's a nice defense that you got. I think it's worth, you know, when you give up a big play, it's worth the great plays that you the great many other plays that you that you execute beside that the one or two that you give up just got to make sure that it's not the game winner yeah Um, you guys have chiefs next that'll be tough that's an l then you have lions broncos colts dub probably chargers maybe dub bengals Eh. what a what a vikings dolphins bears i think you guys have a chance you're still in this relax how about (sighs) week one over reaction we need to remake we need to do a TikTok about Lamar's passes that he does. You see him? He's just all goofy in the pocket. And then when he passes over the middle, he's like, yeah. This it's like sidearms. I don't know how he gets it over his lineman. But it's just like the quickest release. And he's just like, it doesn't even look like a real football throw. It's look, it's like a base. It's like a, 
shortstop passing to first base. It's just like side-armed, and it's so quick. It's a very strange release, but it's entertaining to watch. Um, that The Raiders' D-line is, is legit. Mm-hmm. That white guy, not Carl Nassib, not the gay, although gay excellence <laughs> on display, a game winner. Turn, game-winning turnover or something. Was he on the Ravens or the Raiders? Raiders. Oh, Raiders. Talking yeah. about the Raiders' D-line now. Okay. Um, he had a sack turnover. Carl Nassib did. Um, but, yeah, that one Raiders D-lineman I'm jealous of. Got him in the fourth round. <sighs> jealous. You'll be all right, Bryce. Sad violin st- still, though. I, I <laughs> have no, no empathy or sympathy for your week one L. Next one, Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Do we pay for this? Do we have to pay extra for this call? Long distance. Hey, Dunn and Drew. Hey. Hello. Follower, Olivier. I'm calling just to talk about NFL. My NFL week one take. Oof. Uh, what I'm going to say. It was quite a nice week. Nice Thursday against the Cowboys and the Bucks, And it ended well yesterday with the Raiders and the Ravens. Yes, it did. But, uh, <laughs> shit, my best take. Do I want to go homer here and talk about the Saints or? Oh, God. Are you a Saints fan? Okay, hey, I'll get some love about the Jags. Like, the Jags, I, I watched the game. I was a bit disappointing. But you still got to believe in, in, uh, in Trevor, guys. Believe in Trevor. It's only week one. The guy threw for three touchdowns and over 200 yards. Even though he had three picks, he's still going to bring you to the... To the what? Oh, my bad. I, I got to go. I'll call you. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, shit. He said Trevor's still going to bring you to the... To the... Oh, shit, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a live call. Oh, you backed yourself into the corner with that one, Quebec. Or if you, or if that was planned, you got me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man's a loss of words. <laughs> loss of words. I didn't, so know, I didn't know where that was going, but uh, it was funny. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> I still believe in Trevor, obviously. I mean, I'm not going to give out week one. I'm, I'm chilling on Trevor. Yeah. Just it's, Urban. It's the team. And the coaches, they rolled, the Jags rolled out. How do you have the first play of your season? You're all new coaches. You should be preparing for this play. You should be executing this play, practicing it. It's all scripted, the first drive. And they come out with an illegal formation. Like, I'm stunned. When I saw that happen, I was like, I know exactly how this game is going, which sucks. But uh, next call. Warner Robins, Georgia. That's a new one. Hey, guys. This is John calling from Middle Georgia. I just got off work and saw a tweet here. Fuck it. I'll call you. Why not? Uh, I don't really doubt him. Week one take. Okay. Unfortunately, we can't hear either he's muffled or trying to talk over his car speaker, but going to have to skip that one. Call again next week. Don't know what went wrong. Why he underwater? But everything's good on our end, so must be you. Sorry. Next one, back to Montreal, Quebec. Okay, he called maybe, again. He maybe called, he called again. back. He said, had to go somewhere. Let's see what he said. Hey, it's Oliver here again okay. from Canada. Ah, my yes. bad on my previous call. 
No, I just wanted to add a... Uh, no, the Jaguars are good. Don't worry, guys. They were fun to watch. <sighs> I believe you were maybe disappointing in the in the first matchup against the Texans, but they're nice. They're nice. Uh, I just wanted to talk about the Saints a bit. Really impressed on Jameis. I don't know if he'll keep up for how long, but he's got a bit of injury left and right on defense, on offense, no Michael Thomas. But we still got That's a good true. coach in Sean Payton, and I believe in him. So I'm not going to say we're going to win the division, but it's already a good start. And if we can get to week six, where's our bye, and have a 5-0 record, which maybe is a bit of high ceiling, maybe go bet like the 20, 25 bucks on Jimmy's for MVP. Okay, I'm heading out. Ciao, guys. <laughs> Love the podcast. I wanted him to go. Oh, shit, I got to go. Um, it's true. No Michael Thomas and James still had five touchdowns. They're fine. Uh, I was in an Uber this morning with a Saints fan. So I thought that was cool because you have little Saints mats and shit. I was like, oh, so you got to go see your team in uh, TIAA this weekend. I bet that was perfect for him. He was like very hype and excited. But let's see. 5-0 and oh start. Saints next. I think he said 500. You said 500? He, he just said, said five hundred. Did he say five and zero? He said five and zero because after that they play the Bucks on Halloween. That's so what do they have? In, what do they have before that? They have Panthers next. Okay, Patriots. W. w. Giants. Yes. Mac Jones versus that defense. No way. Mm. Giants. W. Daniel Jones versus that defense. Right. Washington. W. And then Seattle and then Bucks. Ooh, Seattle is gonna be tough. Always is, but wow, Saints are primed. Seattle Bucks back to back, so that'll be that'll be tough. But you're looking good, Oliver. Yeah, you are. Lansdale, PA, another new one. Eagles. That's a guess. What's going on, Eric and Andy? This is Mitchell calling from just outside of Philadelphia. You guys asked for my NFL Week One takes. I have quite a few. I'm going to try to get them off as quickly as possible. So don't take too much of your time uh first and foremost my condolences i know you're going to get a lot of calls about the jags and whatnot and it'll probably be a very somber podcast but i uh, just mm. want to say my condolences uh well we'll start with the jags take i think they're going to get the number one overall pick again Jesus. sorry uh i think urban might be on the hot seat at the end of the year no i think he is not cut out for this uh for the NFL. They're not so, firing Urban. Mike. Sorry about that again. Sorry to uh, we're stalled on the wounds, but there you go. Um, Darren Waller is now the best tight end in the NFL. Cap. He's better than Travis Kelsey. They're I think if they swap Waller and Kelsey and put Waller on the Chiefs, I think he would have just as good of numbers, if not better than Kelsey. Possibly. With Mahomes well, at quarterback. That doesn't make him better. The third take is the Saints are going to win the NFC South. They're going to be better than the Bucks, And Alvin Kamara will win Offensive Player of the Year and maybe even get some MVP votes. And my last take is that Antonio Brown will be a top 10 fantasy football wide receiver. Um, and he, I mean, he looks, I mean, in my opinion, looks just as good as when he was on the Steelers, to be honest. He exploded week one. Let me know your thoughts. Maybe these are overreactions. And have a good night, boys. Boy, <laughs> uh, Kamara, Kamara MVP, possibly. I mean, offensive MVP. That's 
I I don't know. He he has a chance to lead that team in um, just because they he w- he's obviously going to be the focal point um, unless Jameis slings five touchdowns every game. Yeah, um, I heavily disagree with your Darren Waller take. What, heavily? Yeah. Did you see him? I mean, he did have a lot of he had, he had a few drops, but. I still think it's Kelsey. I think he's saying that just because Waller is the entire Raiders offense. I feel like if Chiefs only had Kelsey, we'd be he'd be saying the same thing. That is true. But can you imagine if can you imagine if Mahomes only <laughs> like Mahomes has other targets and it still seems like Kelsey gets every single touchdown? Can you imagine <laughs> if Kelsey was Mahomes' only target? Oh my god. It's crazy. Like Kelsey is the best tight end. He had Six receptions, 76 yards, two touchdowns because there's so many other players on that offense to throw to. And he still gets two touchdowns because he's just a lock to score in the red zone. Yeah. And stupid Raiders, they have Ruggs, Zay Jones, who only got two looks. Waller had like fucking 10 looks in the first quarter. Um, but hey, no sleeping on Gronk anymore. Mm. Uh, we thought he was done. No, 92 yards or whatever, two touchdowns for him. I just, I don't understand. We haven't, oh yeah, we haven't talked since Tom Brady did what he did. Yeah. And this is a late take, but oh my God. I just can't wrap my mind around the fact that his arm looks as good as it did. Like last year in the playoffs, you know, he, he struggled a bit. I can't believe I was seeing him do what he was doing. And Gronk, it's like, what, what year is this? 2012? Gronk, oh my God. Still out here. I tweeted during the, during that game. I tweeted I, as like Brady and Gronk just said, "Fuck it, let's go do this shit in Florida." I yeah, was like, they're, they're doing the exact same thing. Like nothing changed. Like they never aged. It's sickening. Um, he said Antonio Brown would be a top ten fantasy receiver. I I, I, I that's I can't really like I think agree with that. I think the Bucks though have sorry for there put my, sorry for putting my <laughs> sorry for putting my feet up on the table. I just think the Bucks may have too many weapons and too many options for that. If he's a top 10, regardless of how many weapons that he has to compete with in in, in Tampa, then that's then that's crazy. Then he's like has a great year. But like this Mike top, Evans hasn't even gotten going. Yeah, this top 10 right now after week 1 is kind of funny. It's Amari Cooper, Tyreek Hill, Debo receiving Samuel, yards, the fantasy points. Does he mean fantasy points top 10 receiver? I can't remember what he said. He just said top 10 fantasy receivers. Oh, well then, yeah. So it's Amari Cooper, Tyreek Hill, Debo Samuel, Adam Thielen, Corey Davis, Tyler Lockett, Hopkins, Christian Kirk, Antonio Brown is ninth, <laughs> and Sterling Shepard is 10th. Okay. And I own two of those receivers. Oh, wow. Yeah. I own one, I think. We both were on the bench. <laughs> Damn. Still, I'm scared. Still one. That's crazy. Yeah. Thank you for calling. Willoughby, Ohio. I think we know who this is. What's up, boys? It's Stove in Columbus. I just made uh, My uh, week one NFL takeaway um, would be that the Jags are not going to win more than four games. I'm sorry about that, but... Everyone apologizes. <laughs> um, and I have a what would you rather for y'all. Would you rather go like, one year constantly chewing with mouth pain, like tooth pain, <laughs> or... Take that year and have to walk with foot pain constantly. Uh, I hope you boys have a great rest of the pod. Have a good one. I would rather walk with foot pain. I'm doing that now. I've got this <laughs> ward on my foot, and it occasionally is very painful and shoots up my leg. 
Oh, geez. And I would not, I'd go to a doctor, but I have no insurance. So I'm just like seeing if it'll ever go away. So yeah, that's, that's <laughs> how things, that's how things snowball. So you don't do that. Your health is going to get worse and worse if you do that. It's, it's not that serious. Knock shit out as it comes up. I had the, the hospitals are filled with COVID patients. I feel like I don't think you need to go to a hospital <laughs> for that. That would be expensive. I think no matter where I go, it's you call nine one one. Hey, uh, yeah, I just have some foot pain. Foot hurts. It's like it's off and on. As much as I would miss playing tennis and basketball, I think I'd have to do the foot pain because I love eating, and nothing quite hurts like taking a bite of something and then it shooting up your root canal. So give me the foot pain. Yeah, I couldn't imagine a sitting at a salsa's bar. And, and then having to worry and, about and worrying about chewing with pain, and it'd give you a headache every time. Yeah, at least my foot would be okay yeah. until I started walking, so I'd be nice and full. Thanks for calling, Stove. Wait, uh, Jaguars. What do you say? Four wins. Okay, yeah, You're, you got us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Warren, Ohio. Also know who this is. Where's this Ohio merch? Hey, what's up? It's Angelo Donadio from Charlotte, North Carolina. Just wanted to say this past weekend was great. Miss you guys already. And I've got two things for you. One is a take that Andy will be upset at because it'll be a bit of a homer take. Mm. And the second one is a would you rather. So first, my take is that if the Dolphins win next week against the Bills, we are winning the AFC East. It's not much, but I think... Uh, we'll be able to win a lot more than I had originally thought if we're able to beat the Bills. Secondly, the would you rather, uh, would you rather go to Houston this past weekend like you did and have the same outcome or not knowing what the outcome was going to be, stay in Florida and the Jags win? All right. That's all I got for you guys. Love you. See ya. Angelo, it was a pleasure having you on that trip as well. Tons of fun. So much fun. Um, but shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, no, the, uh, yeah, obviously, yeah, if the Dolphins beat the Bills, the conversation will be, wow, the Dolphins just beat the Patriots and the Bills. They can win the FC East. Yeah, it's a, week, it's a week-to-week league until we've accumulated enough games where we know what teams look like. So, yeah. But that would be quite an overreaction if – Bills start to win two and lose to the Dolphins. So the the would you rather, would we rather have gone to Houston, everything happened the same, you know, we had a ton of fun with our friends and friends, family, kidding, um, kidding. and the Airbnb and the Jags fans at the bars, that was fun. Or would we rather stay here in the ja- and, and watch a Jags W? What would you pick? I'd still go to Houston. Right? I think I would too. I you would, know, I'm a man of experience. So you would still go to Houston – and we would still have lost by the same amount. Yeah. Or we stay here and we win by the way the Texans won. Wouldn't care. Right? Because it's just the Texans. We'd be like, all right, let's do that against yeah. a good team. And there's 16 more weeks left. I'd be like, whatever. Yeah, the season could easily go south. Yeah. I would much rather, you know, go see another stadium. Yeah, the experience with the Discord members. Um, let's see if I can name them off the dome. Hunter, Wiz, Ashley, and not a Discord member, but um, Wiz's wife. Hunter, Wiz, Ashley, Gooch, Angelo, Christian, Ebrio. Is that it? Yep. Yes. Good job. 
Yeah, you guys know me. Like, if yeah. we just stayed here, sat on the couch, snooze, man. You wouldn't have got our, you know, you wouldn't have seen Dunn and Drew in Houston, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Sad as fuck, but yeah, I'm I'm taking a, a a traveled trip with an L over watching it at home any day. Plus, those are the closest tickets I've ever. Those are that's the closest I've ever sat to an NFL game. I was almost within arm, arm's length of Trevor Lawrence. Like I could see, you could see the details of their face. face. Yeah, I could see the the pain on his face. Now I could see the <laughs> tablet. The I could nearly see the plays on the ta- the Microsoft Surface. That you know they always advertise. I could see the plays that the coach would come up to him after um, a drive, and they would look at him. I could see that tablet. That's how close we were. It was crazy. It was so cool. Trevor, very cute up close. But but maybe we should ask Angelo the same question because he said this trip was second out of the ones he's taken with other Dun and Drew members. But why would he care about the outcome of the game? Well, I meant flip it, but with his team. Like, I think he would still go. He's also a man of experiences. Yes, he drives to meet people in our Snapchat and Discord members. Angelo, top two realists. Top two. And it ain't two. It ain't two. <laughs> All right. Iowa, soon to be Vegas. Yo, what's up? This is Daniel from Hell, aka Iowa. Um, just wanted to get your guys' opinions on my uh, Oakland Raiders last night. You're so Oakland like Raiders. Good, to be honest, the defense is looking real nice. And he didn't even get the hold on. He didn't even get their city right. He said my Oakland, Oakland Raiders. Raiders. <laughs> He's not ready yet. Uh, you're not ready, Daniel. You're not ready. All right, I guess. Um, no, I think I think we're gonna make it. We. I'm dead. And then one more, if you can. I want to hear you guys' opinions on Kirk Cousins because I, I am sick coming. of the Discord sucking his fucking cock when he sucks ass. So, yeah, that's all I want to hear. So, thank you. Love you. Bye. Where do you want to start? Um, do you think the Raiders I, have I, a chance I, in the division? No. Okay. Just thinking back to our over-under picks from last week, I think I had Raiders. I said Raiders so under. I said more under than, what did I say? Satan? I picked the Raiders to be more under than somebody, but I'm not in on the Raiders. Beautiful stadium, though. But I thought Daniel was going to start by trashing Kirk Cousins, so that was funny that he said the the Raiders because he wants to move to Vegas, lives in Iowa. Um, but, yeah, he always talks about how much he hates Kirk Cousins, and it's funny. He just he, – this man hates him so much. Uh, but, like, everybody else is like, wait, Kirk Cousins is good. They show his stats and stuff like that. But Daniel's not having none of it. Um, but I don't know what to tell you, Daniel. Kirk Cousins is not a horrible quarterback, but he hasn't had success with your team, so good luck in your Las Vegas Raiders fandom. But He's like Matthew Stafford, maybe. He puts up a lot of yards, but I don't know. I don't watch enough. Um, if I was a fan of the Vikings, I'd probably have a better understanding of your pain. Two, two Vikings people have called in now. At least we got to pay attention to some Vikings tape. I won't, year. but, uh, yeah. What time is that at? It's going to cut off in 12 minutes. Oh, shit. All right, next car. Thank you, Daniel. Love you. Oh, fuck. I'm in Drew. It's been a few weeks. I've had this question on my mind. A little under the weather today, so sorry I don't got the juice I normally have. This is Seabass, by the way. 
my hypothetical question for you. Okay, this is a better version of is Your dad is behind you. And oh he's gosh, three Jesus. inches inside of you. Your mother is in front of you, and you're three inches inside of her. You need to move in one direction to be able to escape this predicament. Are you choosing to go forward or back? Thank you. <laughs> he hasn't called in in three weeks. I thought this show was going to be in a <laughs> I swore it was going to be the Seahawks won. Yeah. You think he'd call in about the Seahawks? I thought it was going to be Seahawks NFL roasts. He's saying, were you going to take your dad's cock or push your cock inside your mother deep? Oh, fuck. I'm taking my dad. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> You're taking your dad. I tried to sneak that in. <laughs> Thought I was gonna be like, all right, all right. So we're gonna go on to the next one. <laughs> no, you're taking your dad. I can't clip this. I'd love to. <laughs> can't have Redskins. Well, whoa, 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 whoa! We his, learned last that's his Instagram week. Name. We learned last week that your mom listens to the podcast. Oh yeah, she does. Well, I can't help who asks questions, mom. So you, so you obviously can't say. Oh yeah, that's just that. I wouldn't do that anyway. My mother, come wink, on. wink, wink, wink. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you doing? You're getting getting out of this question. Mother, dad, I would go. Considering my orientation, it would mean less to both parties if I went forward. I am not going backward on this virgin hole. Okay. okay. Jeez. <laughs> Please. I don't even want no more. No more thinking about that. Yeah, you're gonna have to hit that next question before I get carried away. <laughs> hey boys, it's Tristan from Georgia. Just calling to let you guys know that the Dolphins are winning the AFC East this there you year. Go. The second one. Bye. <laughs> that's bye, a, that's it. That's it. Bye. <laughs> that's the second one. Dolphins. Yo, every call, Homer. Have some shame in your team. Shame. <laughs> Be nice to not have any shame in my team. Have any, we haven't had a win in 366 days. Preseason. No, it doesn't count. We have not won a football game in 366 days. Can you imagine that, guys? <laughs> not seeing a W for an entire calendar year? I know it's not a Jaguars podcast, <sighs> but the fan base got to chill out, bruh. Y'all read one Dilla tweet and act like it's curtains for the franchise. I tweet my own. Go up, support the team. Everything Urban Meyer touches turns to gold. It's going to happen. Just wait. Dude. <laughs> Got cut off. Your own phone cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, I support the team. Clearly, we're ass. That's all. I, I don't buy into the Urban Meyer thing that he's... Touch, going to be touched turns to gold. No, I don't buy into the he's outski by like midseason. Oh, he's everything he said indicates that he's he understands that the NFL is a long game. Um, he tra- he's here for Trevor Lawrence. He's not gonna say, Hey, Trevor, deuces <laughs> after one game or even seven. Yeah, I he needs time. Hope I'm hoping that he understands. He just takes these things, apparently, he just takes these things so hard. I hope he has the patience to withstand um, all these L's that are coming our way. Yeah. And these bad L's. Like, just be patient. Look around the league. Know that it can happen. Draft the right guys. 
Put your squad together. Draft, which probably all Ohio State. No. <laughs> No, by the time he's the by the time next year comes around, I think he'll he won't have any guys. I, I think he'll be patient. I I think Urban not, knows he's a smart guy. Been around fucking football for a while. I think he knows that you know it, it's tough to come here and turn around a one in fifteen franchise that's been asked for so long. So he is facing adversity for like the first real real adversity for the first time in his coaching career. So that's yeah. like this. This is like yeah. the hardest shit he's ever had to do. Yeah. Oh, damn, that's crazy. And it's even doubly hard. Be, doubly. <laughs> it's even double hard, doubly hard doing it with a cursed franchise. Like, you have to turn around a cursed franchise. Like, where, you, he came here and there were not up to standard facilities. And he was at, and it's an NFL team. And he yeah, he's, he's improving our, he's so on board. Like, I don't buy this thing that he's out. And Shot Khan ain't going to fire him. Shot Khan, he's probably signed for signed him for ten years, uh, maybe like maybe like five, six, seven, something like that. But he gave him a buttload of money. So if Shot Khan won't fire him, it's up to Urban if he wants to leave. And everything Urban has said indicates that he wants to stay, and that he's in this for the long haul. And if he is capping, then he loses all my respect. Oh, easily. <laughs> oh, yeah, he loses all. Of, like he is the ultimate heal if he does this like i will understand like what everyone says about him i'll be like okay urban liar i get it now but if that happens like because we were saying this on the drive home from the airport i was like you just you're gonna up and leave trevor lawrence like that leaving with charlie straw (laughs) i don't see it i don't see that scenario playing out but we don't we don't you know but we don't believe this season I mean, but I think he does, which is, yeah, I don't know. Which our, our caller was like, believe, but I'm like, no, not this season. This season's not going to go the way, whatever he thinks it's going to go. It's downhill already. Mm. Just got to hope for, for some good <laughs> Trevor Lawrence highlights. Yeah. Just give me some touchdowns and, you know, keep games close at least. How much time we got? Five. Oh, you've been tracking. Right? Yeah. I just add 30 to whatever that is. All right, next voicemail, 44 seconds, from Crockett, Texas. Hey, what up? Dun and Drew. This is Hunter. Missed y'all. Had a great weekend with y'all. Um, an NFL take I can give is that Deshaun who? <laughs> Gerard Taylor more, looking more like Ty God Taylor. Scrambling in the pocket, throwing dimes. I mean, it's a magician. I feel like we aren't going to hurt as bad as I thought we were from not having Deshaun Watson. Cap. Don't know how that would leverage, give him more leverage or not. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Ready to lose next week against Cleveland. Okay. All right. Well, talk to y'all next time. Bye. Well, I'm glad he said that because I was about to say you can't play the Jaguars every 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 week. So, snap back to reality. Yes, Hunter, please. Oops, there goes <laughs> gravity. Center, center, Hunter, please sit down for like a minute. Look at the rest of your schedule, and you'll come Find back. Find a W. You'll come back down to earth. <laughs> you played the Jags. All right, on to college football, my favorite segment of the podcast, because my team is good. 
Um, top 25 L's we had this week. Big one, Ohio State goes down to Oregon. You guys saw the Ducks hoodie I wore in the last episode. I proclaimed it. I saw it in the prophecy, saw it in my crystal ball, and it happened. I was watching this game, driving to the Airbnb from the Houston airport. It was lovely. I am ecstatic. It was not a conference loss, though, so um, Penn State plays Auburn this week. So if we lost to Auburn, that's an SEC loss. Ohio State will have a Pac-12 loss, so we'll be kind of even there. But they lost first. That's all that matters to me. Iowa State loses to Iowa, so I am done rocking the, you know, tan beige Iowa State hat that I always have on that I got from the Dun and Drew retreat in Phoenix from one of our listeners who lives in uh, Iowa. Yeah. So Iowa looking good. They're ranked top five. I've never seen the Hawkeyes in the top five ever. Um, this is going to look good if Penn State can beat them and Auburn. Texas lost to Arkansas, called that. Andy called Ja, but I called I'm college football god utah lost to byu i called this one on the transfer portal college football transfer portal podcast one of our listeners is a co-host of that show check it out um and then usc lost to stanford i thought that was a shocker i didn't really watch this one but i just saw the score and i was like oh so we have ohio state ranked ninth we got penn state 10 right below them And we're just going to have to duke this out, see how the season plays out. And will this finally be the year Penn State beats Ohio State? But watch. Looks good. But watch them beat Ohio State. But Ohio State's State's not good enough this year to springboard you into the top playoff. But I just mentioned how Iowa is number five, and we have them as well. So that would be another big win. But Ohio State will always be respected by the pollers. That's why they still have them above us in the damn poll. Um, But three games I'm looking forward to watching this college football Saturday. Oh, I can't wait for Penn State-Auburn. College game day is in Penn State. Um, We're playing number 22 Auburn. I don't even remember the last time we played an SEC team in the regular season. So this is a big one. Um, Auburn is coming to hell in State College. Mm. Shit going to be rocking, popping. Primetime game, 7.30. It's going to be tough for Bo Nix and company to come in there and beat the Nittany Lions. I'm surprised you're not going. I tried. It was too expensive. Um, also, Cincinnati at Indiana. Looking forward to that one. Uh, mostly because I want to see if one of my prize picks hits there. Get off of me. <laughs> and then Bama, Florida. Number one Bama at 11, Florida. College football in Florida is looking very suspect right now. We're usually um, great at producing college football teams, but Florida State is ass. Miami is mid. Uh, UCF's mid. FAU is always mid. FIU mid. But UF is here. But they need to start um, AR-15. Not getting enough, uh, I don't know. But I, I Going by the tweets I see from Florida fans online. I just do not see... I just can't see it until it happens. I do. I will never pick a team to beat Bama until I see Bama. Oh look, yeah, Florida's not beating Bama until I see an ounce of Bama looking suspect. There will never, not never be a time where I can pick them. But regardless, I love look uh, looking forward to top twenty five matchups in college football just to see if there may be a chance that there's an upset, but there might not be. And that's it for college football. 
Penn State Auburn. That is the game of the weekend. All I care about. Florida's getting wiped. Um, tweet me. Live tweet with me. Tweet me, beat me if you want to reach me. 7.30 p.m. Eastern, Saturday night. And then we'll take that W against Auburn and we'll go to NFL Sunday. <laughs> Speaking of which, that is next. Week two, NFL. Drew and I did amazing in our against the spread Absolutely picks. incredible. I went 12-4. and four. Drew went 11-5. and five. We're basically NFC West teams this season. <laughs> But we will not be doing game-by-game picks every single week. We have switched the way that we will preview week two. Um, We'll get into that after Drew reads off his red. (laughs) (laughs) No, like you said, fantastic week for us for picking. Like, that's – if we bet – if we put actual money down, we would have made a good amount, Um, especially being the first week of the (laughs) season. Not prize picks, Just especially teams. if it being the first week of the season. Like, we don't know what these teams look like, and we really went – like, it's hard enough to have a winning record. We went 11-5 and five and 12-4. and four. We made the playoffs. We did. Um, second seed, you may be first seed. Um, but I did – we did have some pretty bad takes on the pod. Um, do you remember – do you want to get into those before we get any further? We had some pretty bad ones. There were maybe a couple. We were pretty nail on the head on Well, my worst one is probably the Titans – Yes, you said that the Titans games will not be close, and that shocked me because of they were playing the Cardinals. Like, if it was any other team, I might have agreed with you, but it was the Cardinals. I was like, whoa, whoa Cardinals about to be an offensive house this season. Uh, that yeah, was fucked up. Yeah, that was your worst take of the last episode. I also said Kyle, Kyle Pitts was going to go off. Oh, did so- someone sent that to us, right? Yeah, that was yeah. pretty funny. That was funny. They put, like, music behind it. And shit. Uh, I think my, one of my bad takes, I don't remember what was terrible, but I, rem- I remember saying when we were picking the Giants-Broncos game, I was like, I believe, and you are like, who? And I said, Daniel Jones. <laughs> and you snoozed the fuck out of me, which you do every so often. And uh, Broncos got their ass handed to them. But with a 12-4 and four against a spread record, how are their bad takes in there? Not many um but one game that did shock me was Steelers Bills yes um especially in Buffalo I slept for some reason when we picked the over-unders on uh total wins I slept on Mike Tomlin after he told me that he has never been below 500 and I was like this is the year yes that that is (laughs) yeah we both were like this is the year the Steelers finish below 500 and they come out here they are again like Mike Tomlin always has these boys ready to go Sorry, um, yeah. man. And I don't. I didn't watch the game. Obviously, we were in Houston, but I don't understand how they did it. Like I didn't watch highlights of this game, but there was no this low scoring game. Ben Roethlisberger had one touchdown, no rush touchdowns by the. They did have a block deep. punt for a touchdown. Oh yeah, that too. It's just I guess just good defense. Yeah, they played great defense, just like the the Ravens. They just were suffocating. T.J. Watt. Um. It's crazy. So I, I guess I still have Browns winning it, but I guess Steelers are going to the Steelers, sp- Ravens, Browns, Bengals won. Did I did we sleep on the Lions offense because they put up thirty three on Forty Niners defense? Is that? Yeah, but I don't. I didn't watch were- enough of that. I don't know how late in the game. I don't know if the Niners were playing a little off on the end. Yeah. Um, what about takes you're most proud of? Cardinals. 
I'm most proud about the Cardinals one. Um, and me picking the Saints as well. Like, when I was going through the games, I thought I had picked the Packers to win. But I saw Saints written down, and I was like, oh, shit. I must have believed in Jameis Winston. And I'm glad I called that one. Um, but, yeah, those are probably the most two I'm most proud of. And I butchered the Jags one. Um, but you saw this coming a mile away. I should have seen it as well. But I, like everyone who called earlier, am a fucking homer. I think I'm most proud of having faith in Jalen Hurts, even though I think I may have kept that take internal. I don't think I actually voiced that opinion on the pod. But I was, uh, you know, it, it went into my, when I originally took the Eagles to win the division and then erased it. That went into my thinking. Like yeah, Jalen Hurts, I don't understand why people are saying Eagles need to trade for Deshaun Watson or they're going to be in the quarterback um, or they need to take quarterback in the in the past draft. It's like, no, J- give Jalen Hurts a chance. I don't know if it's just because he's on my fantasy team last year and he did numbers, but mm. that definitely has a played a role. Uh, I also have been on a Jameis Winston love fest since he joined the Saints, so I'm proud of that one too. Yes, I will never forget. When you put the Eagles on the same playing field as the Jets in the over-under segment. 6.5 under. Yikes. Um, Week two. So this is how we will pick the games because there's a lot of them every week. Um, We're going to have a lock of the week, an upset special, and a game or two of the week, or one that we're looking forward to watching. And obviously, these are just obviously before they're played. So the game could be completely trash, but we don't know. We're just going from paper. So, Drew, what's your lock of the week? <laughs> Drew, what's your lock? <laughs> God, these puns. Boy, Drew, what's your lock oh, of it. the week? <laughs> Took me a second. <laughs> Give me uh, Green Bay to absolutely annihilate Detroit in Green Bay on Monday Night Football. Yeah. Um, my Lyft driver this morning, he was like, Saints so, fan. He was so proud of wiping the Packers. And he was like, oh, they were talking about all. He was, you know, sorry. He was talking about how this. He was. I get, yes, he was. Yes, he was. What? Nothing. Nothing. We're not going there. He was proud of the Saints D and how all the analysts said they were going to be bad. But then he was like, watch whoever the Packers play next week. Watch them blow out whoever they play. Lions, I said. And they will. My lock of the week is the Browns versus the Texans. Sorry, Hunter from Rocket, Texas. Week. Lock of the week. Wow. Uh, Browns will be very frustrated after losing that winnable game against Kansas City, and they will come here in Cleveland. I hope, I hope the Texans win. And absolutely obliterate the You know, Texans. the line is like 12 and a half. It is. That's crazy. That is. I would, if we were doing against the spread, I'd be picking, picking the Texans. Texans. And you'd probably get it right. Like, how do you... That is crazy. The Texans put up, they beat the Jaguars 37 to 21. And we were favored. Yeah, they put up 37 points on on, on the Jags, and they're still like 12 and a half point underdogs versus the next team. And this is both NFL teams. That's how bad the Jaguars are. What a joke. What a fucking joke of a team that I support. Jesus. <laughs> my boy, my boy, angry. Oh, another 12 and a half spread, Bucks Falcons. So I might take that. Um, Drew, what's your upset of Sunday coming up? 
I have Cowboys. I got Cowboys beating the Chargers. The Chargers are favored by three. So give me the Cowboys. Dang. I'd disagree. They're going to outscore them. Duh. But Herbert, be nice. Mine is kind of boring, but I got Bengals beating the Chicago Bears in Chicago. Right? Yes. Uh, Bengals, I don't know. This is, even though it's like Andy Dalton, revenge game? I, I'm high on Burrow. I'm high on his weapons, and I, I think they get it done there. Bears are favored by three at home there, but I think Bengals will run in there and get that dub. And our game of the week. Well, you have one game in here that I don't think is game of the week, but Chiefs at Ravens, I think, game of the week. Well, I just put that because it looks the best, but Mahomes always beats Lamar Jackson. He does. He's his daddy. I Give me Chiefs. Yes. I put Saints-Panthers because I want to see if I'm obviously biased to my Sam Darnold love, but I want to see if Sam Darnold can keep up his week one performance against that Saints defense and if Jameis can keep up that performance versus the Panthers. I'm just looking forward to that matchup. Um, so, game of the week. Give me your take, your picks. I got Saints winning. Let's see. Let's see who's favorite. Saints favored by three and a half. Ain't much. But give me Saints to edge that one out. Sam Darnold. Edge me out. Edge me out. And obviously, I am taking the Chiefs to beat the Ravens. So, that's a wash. <laughs> yeah. Chiefs only favored by three and a half as well. Shocked there. All right. Rents. Did anyone on the injury riff list hit? No. I thought I had Fitzpatrick, but I had, instead of Fitz, it was Wentz. <laughs> but, um, no, not, Amari Cooper did get up a little slug, slow on Thursday night. But, no, nobody, nobody, <laughs> nobody injured yet. So, keep you posted on that. Rants, raves, and reviews. My rant, why the fuck is Texas so goddamn popular? We're driving through that bitch, and there's not anything to look to at. see. Yeah. It's building Road. run down there. It's highway. It's traffic and highway and traffic and traffic and highway. And it was the same in San Antonio. San Antonio is a big octagon of highway, and then on the outskirts is suburban houses. There is nothing in Texas. I don't know why people hype it up. The only good thing about Texas you know is the is? food. And the freedom. And Austin. Because Austin is unlike. Stone cold. Stone cold. Stone cold. Sorry. Austin is unlike any other city in Texas. And that's why people love it there. It's basically L.A. in Texas. And you guys took over as hurricane capitals. We don't get them anymore. <laughs> Thank you, Texas. <laughs> For taking them from us. Told you. Pop many, many podcasts ago, I told you. NASA. Mm, oh, you're right. Yep. NASA is the reason why. Wait, what? The what hurricanes don't hit us. NASA. NASA. Thank NASA. you. Thank you, NASA. Thank you, NASA, for pushing them to the Gulf. <laughs> I'm brewing them in the Gulf. <laughs> but yeah, um, my God, Texas. There's, I'm, a, I'm a scenic guy. Um, you know, Florida, we got... Beaches, we have things to see. We have palm trees. Texas has nothing. 
Shout out Jake Brennan. (laughs) 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 But I don't get it. But NRG, beautiful stadium. Once again, thank you for hosting us. I took the fan survey. (laughs) (laughs) I told them to check out my pages. Uh, I don't think they will. You do do an ad there? (laughs) You do an ad for Whataburger? I filled that bitch out. I said, how's your fan experience? I was like, oh, my God, great stadium. Oh, my God. Thank you for hosting me. Check me out, Eric. You need more more seat room, though. Yes, definitely more seat. There was more seat room on a flight than there is in fucking NRG. I didn't get that. But that's true. Thank point. thank God there was nobody sitting next to my left because I needed to spread my leg out a little bit. Um, but yeah, that manscaped uh, ball deodorant can only do so much, right? Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a great stadium to take that post game sad pick in. I'm ready to do 17 more of those mm-hmm. in. Our stadium and away stadiums, but that's my rant. Fuck Texas. Uh, yeah, fuck Texas. No one else is mid. The Met Gala. My rant is: I don't know what's crazier to me, the weirdness of celebrities, or the obsession with celebrities. I think the obsession with what they're all wearing is corny and weird, and I think what they wear is corny and weird. Do we even know that that was Kim Kardashian? I don't know. He, she was covered head to toe in black cloth. <laughs> uh, I, 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 men I, were wearing dresses. Not that that's bad, but I'm just saying it's wild. It's different. It's, uh, I saw, I only saw Lil a new take. X and AOC and her tax the rich. Oh uh, yes. AOC taxing, tax the rich. At uh, it's $35,000 a ticket a rich, to attend. A rich, it's, an, it's a rich-only affair. Um, but I, that, I, I, while I'm not a fan of hers, I get... I, I, it's hard to say that that's hypocrisy because she's going there and wearing that. I'm sure she also thinks that the people in attendance need to be taxed taxes. more. Um, so I, I don't think she's going there completely oblivious to the fact that she's at the Met Gala with rich people and she's wearing that. Yeah, she's, um, a, she's a smart woman. I think or, she knows what she's doing. We don't know her. She's has, I think she has self-awareness. Um, so I think she understands um, what she was doing there. Um, and I don't think she's purposely being or accidentally being a hypocrite. Yeah, and I, I highly doubt she even paid to go there. Right, that's another good point. <laughs> she probably did not pay. Did, did any of them pay? Maybe. <laughs> I'm I don't, not sure. Maybe not. I, I don't even know what the Met Gala I, yeah, is. I don't know what the Met Gala is. Don't know, <laughs> don't know where the money goes. If it's a fundraising event, I have no idea. I just know rich people go and, and, they and show out with fashion. And it's a Twitter, it's a Dan Twitter where people talk about their outfits. Yes. And I am not... Met Gala, it's like... Uh, and, and the same way like some people have no interest in sports, I have no interest in celebrities outside of sports so like musicians actresses um what they do outside i don't give a fuck what they do outside of their careers what they wear don't give a fuck about any of that Uh, you won't catch me i don't even watch award shows anymore because like no they all trash them so like if if the people attending and winning uh awards and grammys and oscars don't fuck with the award shows why the fuck i'm gonna watch it's all bullshit and just something to talk about and make the 
the wealthy feel better about themselves. Um, but yeah, not a don't watch Mega. Don't know what it is. Don't care to look it up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, even though I didn't know what it is, I haven't I didn't, didn't it Google it. <laughs> I just always every time it comes around, I just see it trending number one. I'm like, oh, they're wearing things. Must be September. They're wearing things again. <laughs> <laughs> they're wearing flowers <laughs> in their hair and tails on their ass. Not a fashion guy. If I was wealthy, I'd be in the Dunninger hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, one rave I got, got the opportunity to shoot a video with DJ Chark today at the Jag Stadium, sponsored by Tide. So, it was funny. Like, they brought seven pallets of bagged iPods? ice. Oh. Bagged ice up to the pool, one of the pools up there in the Jag Stadium. And it was raining. And, like, there's this, like, COVID protocol. So, like, Chark had to be up there at 1 o'clock, but, like, there's tiers, so like some people aren't tiered to be was, with, oh. to be with players. So like they had to fill this pool with ice before chart came up, and it was raining, and they didn't. They almost called it off. I was like, <sighs> y'all better not call this shit off. I was like, this rain. Have y'all have y'all lived in Florida? This rain is gonna pass over. So while it was pouring, raining, we're all like filling this pool with these bags of ice, ripping them open, filling it. It was uh, so much ice, and this pool just was not keeping it frozen. Because it's fucking hot out and humid. Um, but the rain eventually stopped. The pool's like freezing fucking cold with the ice in it. We get the video started. Um, and then by the end of the video, me and Chark are sweating. And the ice is melted by the time like we finish. But I think you can see the ice by the time we started. But it was, uh, I felt rushed during it. Um, and when it comes out, I hope the way they edit it, it's funny. Because I, I felt rushed doing it. And I feel like I could have performed better but it's well those scripted ads are always you know not always the best yeah i'm just saying for the comedic purposes what was your conversation with him like because he's just coming off like a really embarrassing l did not talk about football anything else outside of like i introduced myself and reminded him like of me in the instagram live uh, draft party I hosted because we had talked on that and then but other than that it was just then it was waiting just, for cues it was what just, to do it was just talking about like the video and stuff I, okay. didn't, I didn't bring up football at all didn't so, want to yeah um, but he did score a touchdown so we good on time yeah I'm just looking I just opened Twitter um, not that your story is boring I love your story um, but I opened Twitter I'm done <laughs> and prize picks retweets Someone winning six thousand dollars. Six thousand. That's not even the craziest part. They're betting on video games. What? It's a power play. They bet two thousand dollars on some kind of. I guess this is EA. This is some kind of esports because it's a pictures of guns, and it's like this guy bet under thirty nine and a half kills, and I'm not assuming this is real kills. Obviously, is yeah. It? Not betting on Afghanistan <laughs> shit. Jesus. Anarchez, whoever Anarchez, I guess he's a gamer. He bet he'll have under 39 and a half kills on whatever game they're playing. And then he bet on Monacy to have over 39 and a half kills, and he had 41. He bet $2,000, won $6,000. Wow. To, to have that many that much balls to bet 2K on, a, on video game stats? I'm looking at this guy. This guy that did that... Did that bet has prize picks as his Twitter banner picture. Yeah. 
And then he, his bio is hashtag prize picks. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I've seen the video game logos up the top. And it's like, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, I see it 35 kills, Sobol, Surge. I don't know what any of this means. Oh my God, this guy's whole life is prize picks. This is all he does. All he does is bet on video games. Oh my God, he is making a shit ton. Not sure how much he loses, but damn, more more video games betting. Got some baseball in there. See, this just this just makes me want to play more because I feel like I'm going to hit on something big. One I feel like days. there's some people that just know things that we don't. Mm. Like they got a knack for betting. Yeah, not I. Anyway, uh, what are we at? Was that a, uh, was that a rant? Uh, just there, yeah. There's a rant off my dome. Mm. Uh, but I have a rave to counter it. We flew on two flights on 9-11. We did. And another flight during a tropical storm, and we didn't. We survived. Wow. Were you ever nervous on any of your flights? 9-11 or leaving during tropical storm, uh, Nathan or Nicholas? I was nervous leaving. Nicholas? Yeah, I thought we were going to have, like, this awful turbulence, yeah. and there was nothing. Nothing at There all. was nothing. Yeah. Absolutely. So, no. The, the worst part about the traveling was the two flights home yesterday. That was kind of brutal. Just waiting and, like, being in the back and being uncomfortable. Like, I like when I'm able to sit normally on a plane with my shoulders just like this. But if somebody is, like, over my armrest, I kind of turn into the aisle. And that makes the plane ride uncomfortable for the entire time. So I'm hoping I get to a point one day in my life where I can take Delta Comfort and first class every flight. God, that'd be nice. <laughs> so I guess that's a rant. No room anywhere I go. NRG, flights, fuck me. My ass. Oh, sorry. There's room in there. Uh, <laughs> review. I got a review. Um, I, don't vol- I don't like voluntarily taking L's, um, but I would like you to review... My method of pissing in my two Pedialyte bottles Saturday night. Um, you didn't see that. I didn't. Oh. I heard them talk about it, though. So, Saturday night, we went out. I think I saw them. I saw a snap of you pouring it out. Yes. So, Saturday night, we go to. I go to bed midnight and drunk. And then I wake up in the middle of the night. And I don't want to do the thing where I walk to the bathroom because it's a little ways away. And then it'll wake me up. And then I'll get back to my bed and it'll take a while to fall asleep. This way, I wait for my midnight wood to go away. I turn over. I don't like that your mom listens. Because oh. now when I tell these stories, it's in the back of my mind. She, My mom does say we overshare. And this is another instance. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I get up. I lean over the side of the bed. And I pee into the, pee, the empty Pedialyte bottle. And a little scary. Thought it was going to overflow. I was going to say, those aren't that big. But I was safe. Put it back, screw the top on, lay back down. Uh, Wake up again uh, and have to pee again. But again, I don't want to walk to the bathroom. I have more sleep to do. So I (laughs) get up. I have a second Pedialyte bottle. I get up. I bend over, pee in that one, screw the top on. Wake up in the morning. When I'm done sleeping, pour them outside, throw them in the trash. No harm. I think you're a lazy sick fuck for that. And that's and you've known this because 
we watched a vlog where you peed in a jug, and I forgot about that. Uh, at the tailgate, had a jug full of piss he takes out of the car. So he's been on this wave. <laughs> and I've been this thinking wave. it's sick. Because I could never. I pee way too long to have confidence that it's not going to overflow into my hands. A gallon wouldn't, but the Pedialyte bottles, I would have been... Go to the bathroom. It's down the hallway. The first time I woke up, you were in the house. You had just got back from the bar. There was no way I was walking out of my room to a tanked Eric Dunn <laughs> walking around with his camera flaming everyone for being asleep uh, when he just gets back from a night out. Yeah. I I know I, I would have been. I did go to every room. I would have been so pissed. <laughs> I stayed doing I didn't. I wasn't loud or anything. Not like in Phoenix. In Phoenix, oh, yeah, I was, was like, so get the fuck. But in uh, in Houston, I was just recording people sleep. I didn't roast them. Like, everyone respectfully got drunk at a proper time. In Phoenix, it was like midday. It's like, wake up. There's like 17 of us. But in Houston, yes. Everyone, we no, went Phoenix, out. Phoenix, actually, it was like 5 a.m. But No, no, no. Go off. They were asleep before the night had started, I believe. When you did that in Phoenix, it was like... With Darian? It was like... That was another time. You did it at like 5 a.m. too. I did it multiple times, but... Whatever. In Houston, y'all did y'all had a good night. Y'all did y'all thing. Half of y'all puked. Or maybe like two or three y'all puked, but... That is true. Yeah. That means it's a good time. Yeah. And uh, There were a few pukes. There were a few pukes, few people knocked out, but they got home. And that's all that matters. So, um... Outside of the Jags, L, it was a successful trip, and I can't wait for the uh, Thursday night Bengals game for that L. We're out of here. That's our show, guys. Share this show with your friends, parents, enemies. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts so we can read it in the shout-outs. Watch this episode on YouTube.com slash Dun & Drew. Subscribe to our Patreon, Patreon.com slash Dun & Drew, and join that Discord. Join us on Prize Picks. Go on manscaped.com, use that code DunnaDrew20. And until next time, this has been Dun and Drew, baby. Enjoy week two NFL, week three college football.